0: okay guys today we're going to talk about how you can improve your cash flow as an e-commerce business this is such an important part of any e com brand and it's honestly something that most struggle with because there's not a lot of information out there and it can prevent you from growing it can you can go get, uh, bankrupt if you don't get it right and there's just a way for you to get off track really easily that means that you're in jeopardy and your business is not going to perform as well as it could so let's dive into it Number one is optimize your inventory management. That's the number one thing because this is where most people go wrong. They don't have an accurate forecasting system. They don't have software. So basically what is happening is that you're buying too much of the stuff you don't need and you're buying too little of the things you actually need. Solution, get a software. A software can predict what you should order. It understands your lead times once you add it in. It understands how long it takes to usually receive the products, unpack it, inventory it in your warehouse, and so forth. So just get a software and get it systemized and you're gonna get so much, much much better. Obviously, you wanna aim for the just-in-time principle of an management. So just having it when you need it and not too much to Uh, too much ahead of time. So this is easier said than done, but definitely try to see if you can set up your software choose something because you can use different settings and you want to use the just-in-time principle as much as possible uh, because it's going to make you as lean and free up as much cash as you can. Number two is obviously product performance reviews. You need to see what actually performs well and your forecasting needs to understand those things as well because they cannot see what's trending and actually uh, give that a weight in the way it calculates what to order. Then you're going to be low in stock on the products to actually perform and you're gonna be ordering way too much of the stuff that maybe historically did well but it's not doing it anymore number two is streamlined order fulfillment you can negotiate better shipping rates but also usually what happens and what gets you off track is that you probably have you uh, upx uh, UPS or FedEx and you have DHL you have uh, you know US Postal you have tons of different shipping methods and you negotiated some kind of price you think that's what you're paying but because of the way your inventory uh the weight uh, changes and maybe the size of your boxes changes and their rates have changed over time as well you're not paying what you think you're paying you need to track that really really accurately you could be paying millions extra per year because Shipping companies try to make it really, really complicated when they tell you how much you're paying. They set up their fees in very sneaky ways that makes it hard for you to understand your unit economics, and that is what you want to track in your P&L, and that's where a lot of businesses go off track. We also see a lot of issues with packaging, so people just not packing um, correctly. If you use a 3PL, they might be using too big of a two big boxes and basically it means that you're getting overcharged by FedEx or UPS or whatever. They should be packaging in smaller boxes but it doesn't fit their system so they're not doing it. So you need to go to 3PLs and look at how they're packaging things, look at what boxes they're they're shipping in and you need to understand if there could be a better way to, to optimize and ship in better ones last one is drop shipping obviously if you can make deals with your factories to drop ship some of your inventory that could be huge Uh, if you can get anything drop ship you should do it because it's going to improve your cash flow so much more and there's so many options here when it comes to drop shipping Um, and if you have lots of suppliers maybe a few of them will do it and but it will make a big difference to your cash flow number three is uh, customer payment options this one is huge because if you want to fund uh, let's say new categories you want to expand into you can do Kickstarter campaigns you can do yeah, crowdfunding of any sorts uh, you can also do your own in-house program where they are offered to get first in line for product in exchange for a little bit of a um, uh, deposit and that's massive that's so helpful because it's very expensive to grow into new categories and so you always want to see if you can get deposits or if you can do some kind of crowd funding campaign to help you grow um, other things that can improve your cash flow day-to-day when it comes to payments is that you can do a skip the line uh, fee that's optional that people can pay for if they want to get uh, the package shipped even faster it could be just a couple of bucks but that can actually that's just profit that's straight into your PL profit and it's going to be extremely good for you a lot of people want that if they can get the package faster uh, the second thing you want to do is you want to look at um Setting up a way for customers to uh, insure their package. Again, they could be about two percent of the order value. A lot of people would like to insure it, and there's a lot of apps today that help you do that. Number four is to manage uh, expenses uh, effectively. And when I mean effectively, I mean looking at your PL on a day-to-day basis. Uh, lots of businesses that go bankrupt they're not looking at PL or they are looking at some fictitious sheet that's not actually reflecting the reality of the situation. And that's because maybe they're looking at a Google sheet they asked some bookkeeper to fill out. So what you wanna do is you wanna make sure you're using your source of truth as your data um, input. So that means you're looking at your bank account and you're looking at your accounting software. And that is where the data should come from. Because in the end, if your accounting uh, software matches your bank account, then you know you're actually looking at the right numbers. And so that is the base of a good PL. You should definitely be looking at your GM 1, 2, 3, so forth to see unit unit uh, economics, you know, how much are you doing credit card fees, what is the order processing fees, what's the cost per, uh, per order packed, and so forth. These things are really important, your marketing, your cost of goods, and so forth. And that needs to reflect reality. And if you're not looking at that, you cannot see if you're burning cash on your first order or if you're making money. And that is something that needs to be updated almost on a weekly basis. Most businesses are not doing this. Definitely look at your expenses and you get your P&L up and running. Number five, five is leveraging technology and automation. Uh, Here, I want you to look at adding softwares in all types of uh, areas of your business so you can avoid the manual work, um, and manual work will kill your business over time. So, how much time are you actually spending on processing orders, customer service, returns, uh, accounting softwares as well, uh, marketing softwares? So there's a lot of manual processes here that can kill your business because you need a lot of staff to do it. And a good example is return processes. It's usually wildly ineffective and you spend so much time unpacking, looking at a package and typing it into a system. What you really wanna do here if you have a certain scale is you wanna to try to automate a lot of it and you can use good software to handle returns that handle a lot of the work. If you're a little bit more enterprise level, you can get a company to come in, look at a process, and they can create automations for you. That makes it way easier. That can be how long a person has to walk from one end to the other end of the office or the warehouse to get things done when it comes to returns. So that's sort of like physical optimizations, but it could also be online optimizations in terms of how many clicks and things they have to type in in order to process a return. And you have to think about that for your entire e-commerce store where can we find inefficiencies that we can optimize and then we can reduce the amount of staff we have on hand when also we can be more effective and will improve our cash flow number six is pricing nobody is testing pricing today honestly and we do so much a B testing on this but lots of businesses are not testing it and that means that you are losing out on potential money you're just leaving it on the table best test to do is to increase your prices by 10% uh, 15% 20% and see what it does to your conversion rate but you look at uh, the metric called revenue per visitor and you look at profit per visitor to see what you should be optimizing for should you increase your prices or should you lower your prices um, usually the answer is you should increase your prices and that can be instant profit instant in additional cash flow so that's number six number seven is customer retention Customer retention is huge because if you can get people back to your website, you're gonna be more profitable. Lots of businesses are not focusing on that. It means that they're basically losing money because they have to pay for new people to come into their business. So you can do this by providing better customer support, better loyalty programs, look at your emails, flows, your sequences, look at apps, look at SMS, all these other ways to get people back to the store. It's extremely important. If you cannot nail the customer retention game, then you will never be able to scale because the law of diminishing returns says that your marketing will be less and less effective as you scale your business, meaning you're going to be unprofitable at a certain scale. So customer retention is massive. You should do that. Number eight is financing options. You should definitely be looking at that. So talk to your bank. Talk to uh, loaners. Uh, there's so many com- uh, apps and there's so many you know businesses that are able to loan you for your marketing spend today uh, very, very cheaply. You can uh, obviously build a great Relationship with your bank. That means that you need to show them the PL and show them their plans. And the more they like you, it's very subjective at certain times as well. It's not just numbers. The more they like you and trust your brand, the more help they can provide you with. The more they're going to help you in the rough times as well. So building a great relationship with your bank will pay off ten times over. Um, obviously, you can also get credit lines for your from your factories and other areas as well. Uh, let's say you're using some. S- Uh, customer service um, call center maybe they can even give you a delay on your payment better payment terms obviously that's going to help you tremendously Um, so definitely look at every single expense and see where you can delay that payment see where you can get credit Uh, but I want to caution here is that credit is only for businesses that understand their P&L to the last cent if you do not understand your numbers you're not really sure if you're profitable or not buying on credit is too dangerous because at one point it's just gonna say snap and then you cannot you don't have the money in the bank account to pay that bill because you know you're gonna be having uh, trouble paying the next one in, in t- tomorrow basically. So only use credit if you know your numbers by heart. Uh, The final one I want to talk to, I know I just went over about eight different ones. The final one is really uh, number nine is cash reserves. Mm -hmm. Cash reserves are huge if you want to make it. Obviously, you don't want to drain your bank account. You don't want to drain your cash reserves uh, because there are uncertainties, uncertainties in every single business. So do make sure that you keep cash on hand. Um, usually what we see in the businesses we run is we want to have six months of operational cash flow. This means that if we don't make any money, we can keep running the business for six months without getting any money into the bank. And this is just a really, really good way to run your business because you can have crisis, you can have lawsuits, you can have you know, a blocked Suez channel so you cannot get new products in. So you definitely need your cash reserve, especially if you have employees you need to pay and so forth you need that otherwise you're just too vulnerable so aim to get that cash reserved up to six months as soon as possible and then you're going to be in a really good spot if there's any emergencies all right guys that was a ton of information in 12 minutes and probably a bit too much to be honest with you Um, But I have a lot to say here. If you want to discuss this in more detail, reach out to me. You can always talk to me if you have questions related to cash flow and how you can help your business. um, We do take a very holistic approach when we work with clients, which is why we know so much about it, also given that we have e-commerce experience ourselves. Um, If you like this video, please subscribe to my channel or podcast wherever you consume this kind of content, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.